The Tokyo Express was a cargo ship carrying cargo across the ocean in 1997 when an unexpected giant wave slapped the ship and knocked some of the cargo off into the ocean. One of the giant cargo containers that fell off into the ocean was carrying 4.8 million Legos. And for the last two decades, Legos from that cargo have been washing up onto the coast of Cornwall in England. They find them regularly. Pieces of Legos just coming up onto shore. Now, that was not what was supposed to happen. Those 4.8 million Legos, they were on their way to make kids happy. And some adults who like to build Legos, like me. They were on their way to be used by people. And yet, this unexpected wave slaps this ship. And now for two decades... Legos are washing up onto the shore. That is a picture, I think, of life. How many times has it not gone the way you expected or the way you wanted? How often were you cruising along and the wave just comes out of nowhere and does some damage? That is what is happening at the church that the author of the Hebrews is writing to. Things are not going as they wanted or as they expected. But we learn something about how to get through that. Would you join me in praying? Father, as we look to your word, we pray by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would transform us You would convict us in the areas that we need it. You would encourage and build us up. And you would help us to become more like Christ. And it's in his holy name that we ask. Amen. I invite you, if you would, to open up the Bibles in your pews or your own, if you have it, to the book of Hebrews. It's page 1714 in the Pew Bibles. Page 1714. In what we see in this book and what we see in our lives, things do not always go the way we want or the way we expect. Hebrews chapter 10, page 1714, starting in verse 32. Remember... Those earlier days after you have received the light, that is, you learned of Jesus and you accepted him. Remember those days when you endured in a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insults and persecution. At other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. 
So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. So think about their experience for a moment. They get the gospel preached to them. There is a Savior. The Savior that was talked about all the way through the Old Testament. He has come and he will forgive your sins. And he will give you eternal life. And you will have a relationship with the Father. And they embrace that. And when they receive the light, what ends up happening is they're persecuted, they're insulted, their property is taken away from them. They begin to stand with people who are being abused. They're doing the right thing, and yet they're still getting punished. This is their experience. Not at all what they would have wanted or what they would have expected. Have you felt that? Have you experienced injustice? Have you ever done the right thing and in some way got punished for it? Have you been persecuted? Have you suffered? Have you ever thought things were going the right way, going well, and then all of a sudden that wave slapped it? We've all had that, right? I saw this really cute, I don't watch a whole lot of TikTok, um, but my wife suggested I watch some videos on something and I got lost on something else, which is totally unrelated to what the important thing she actually wanted me to watch. I saw this really cute video. A guy decided to propose to his girlfriend. They already had a child together. He was two years old. And so one morning he had the ring and he gave it to the two-year-old and the two-year-old's job was to take the ring walk down the hallway into the bedroom, bring it up to the bed, and present it to mom. He was behind the kid with the camera videoing the whole thing. Well, as you get to the bedroom door, they had a baby gate, and it was one of the ones that has the bottom piece, so you have to step over it. So that was the first issue that went wrong. The little two-year-old carrying the ring got his foot caught on that and just face-planted So mom is half asleep, I believe, but you hear this kind of, and then he starts kind of laughing. It's cute. Nothing happened to the kid. But he starts kind of laughing. He gets back up. He gets the ring. He walks toward the bed, and right as he gets to the bed, he throws the ring on the ground, drops to the ground, reaches under the bed, and pulls out a bag of Chips Ahoy cookies. (laughs) And reaches in, and the dad just starts cracking up. And he's like, no, no, get the ring. And he pulls the bag away, and he goes, if you give mom the ring, you can have a cookie. (laughs) The kid grabs the bag from dad and goes after the cookies, and he goes, it is just not going the way I want it to. Right? (laughs) It's just not going. I mean, the best laid plans sometimes. And, I mean, that's a little comic thing. We've all had those moments I mean, this morning, I get in, and there's no bulletins. Our sound system has demons in it, which I'll tell you, we've not had a lot of those here. We had them this morning. Like, nothing is going the way it's supposed to go. What do we do about it? If that is a universal experience, both the silly, crazy little things that might make us chuckle, and then the really hard things that we can't stop thinking about, dwelling on, it causes us to lose sleep. What do we do about that? Look back into the text. 
Verse 36 of Hebrews 10. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. This is what the author to the Hebrews says. There is a way through all of the things we didn't want, we didn't expect, we are suffering in, we don't know how to get out of. Faith. That's what he says. Have faith. Now, I'm going to explain this a little bit because he does. But I want to give you a different word for this. And it's very, very simple. Trust. He says to them, continue to trust in God. Don't shrink back from these things. They are real. Don't just pretend they're not happening. But don't shrink back to them, from them, because you are trusting. Now, how does that work? How does our faith make that kind of a difference? And that's what he does in chapter 11. Keep reading with me. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now, this is not so much a definition of faith in any exhaustive kind of way. It's more like defining what faith does. Here's the possibility. Listen to this. When we choose to trust God through these times, the author of the Hebrews says two things become possible. Number one, and the translation of the NIV is, Um, confidence in what we hope for. Um, This is a notoriously difficult thing to translate out of Greek. It likely means something along these lines. It means when we trust in the Father, our hope can be seen as a reality. The things we hope for, that God will be with me, that God will come through, that, that in the end... All things will be healed, that I'm forgiven. All of these things, we can just go through all the various promises. He says, faith is what allows us to see those promises as a reality, not as just some distant figment idea, not as just a story, not as just good words, but as an actual reality in our lives. So I trust, and in that trust, I can also see God's promises and say those are real. That's a reality. And on the flip side of that, an assurance about what we do not see, or faith is what what allows us to see what is unseen. What does that mean? God is invisible. You cannot see him with the naked eye. The spiritual world 
for the most part, unless it is somehow in a vision, you don't see it, even if it's all around us. And yet, our trust and our faith is what allows us to go, I cannot see this, but I know it is real. I am assured that what is around me in the spiritual realm and God, all of this, is real. And it is that trust that allows us to go through the difficulties. It is our faith in God that lets us see what we otherwise would not see. Um, we decided that we have a big giant backyard and not a whole lot of place to sit. And so we decided to have a patio poured. And it was done Saturday. So just a plain patio that we can put some furniture on and sit out there. Well, on Friday, I get a call from our contractor, and he said, hey, can you unlock the gate? We're going to drop a buggy off. And I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Now, in my head, I'm going, what in the world is a buggy? (laughs) But I'm a guy. I don't want to admit that. So I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll open the gate. Uh, Yeah, both of them, right? You need both for that buggy? Um, Where's that going to go? Like, just kind of creating, he's like, yeah, no, that's fine. We get all back there. I'm like, oh. So then Friday afternoon, I get home from work, and I look out the back, and there's this, like, big mechanical kind of wheelbarrow-looking thing almost, and it says on the side, power buggy. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. That's a buggy. I have never seen one of those before. I had no idea what that was. On Saturday, as Aaron and I were driving down 67. And we're turning onto 74 to head up toward 53rd. They're doing all that work underneath the bridge. And they're building pathways. And they're concrete pathways. Guess what's sitting down there? Multiple power buggies. (laughs) I have never seen them before. Because I wasn't looking. I wasn't even thinking about that. Like that wasn't even part of my consciousness. But once I knew what they were, what I was looking for, all of a sudden, they're just, they're there. You can see what you did not see before. And he says, that's what faith does. Faith lets you see the promises of God as real. And faith lets you see God himself and all of this invisible reality around us as real. And the impact of that, we can't do this entire thing. It's way too long. Um, however, I want to encourage you. Go read all of chapter 11 today. It's the result of those people who did this. He's not encouraging the the Hebrews with like some random thing he's just creating off the top of his head. This is what people have been doing who have been following Yahweh. And so this whole list of those who went through really awful, horrible things at times... And again, it's like our lives. Sometimes they're small. It could be somebody simply making the right decision, offering to God the right sacrifice. Sometimes it's somebody like Abraham who went on this journey. He didn't know where he was going. He didn't know what the land was. He didn't know how long it was going to be. He didn't know when the promise would be fulfilled. And yet, could you imagine not knowing all of those things and still doing it? Why? Faith. He saw the promises as reality. But then it moves toward people who are sawn in half 
and who are shipwrecked and starved. I mean, terrible things. And yet all of them, no matter the gamut of where they are, because they practiced faith, they went through it. All right, I have two things that I really want you to take from this. Everybody, I want you to hear these two things. Even even my kids at their age, I want you to hear these things. Here's the first thing. Every single person on the planet practices faith. Even atheists practice faith. Because all of us have to trust in something to get us through the difficulties. And that something may be, I read this interesting article on hope. So there's, just, uh, there's a lot of research done on hope. There's a lot of experiments done with hope and things like that showing the power of hope. Or hopelessness. I mean the opposite too. Hope gets us through a lot. Our faith is what inspires that hope. But um, Dale Archer, he's an MD, he was writing on this and he said this. Um, the belief that there is something bigger and more important than you, whether it's God, a higher power, a child, a loved one, a mission, a cause, it's a reason to go on. Everybody has something. And it may be a relationship. It may be a job. It may be a kid. It might be a higher generic power. Everybody has something. You will put your faith and your trust in something to get through life. The question is, what will you put it in? And if you go through this whole list in Hebrews 11, what's interesting about them is their lives are really diverse. You have men, you have women, you have old, you have young. They live in different places. They go through different circumstances. The one thing they have in common, they trust in Yahweh. That's what they share. They have chosen to intentionally place their faith in Yahweh. Will you do the same thing? And it's going to take that intentionality. All right, let me ask you. Have you ever grumbled about the bad things in your life? Everybody's head should be shaking. (laughs) No, 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 don't point at your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) they know. We've all grumbled. Have you ever sought revenge? Have you ever gone through and tried to plan out all the ways you're going to make the injustice right or the bad person right or the bad circumstance right or whatever? You've done all these things. Those are ways that we are trusting not in Christ. It's in those moments can we intentionally say, right now I'm going to trust you. I'm not going to get lost in all of my grumbling and my complaining. And granted, whatever it may be, I mean, you might have brought it on yourself. You might not have. It doesn't matter. You may not be able to fix it. Will you trust him in that moment? 
I mentioned that, you know, everybody trusts. I think sports figures have some of the oddest things to trust in. Serena Williams wears the same same pair of socks all the way through a tournament, no matter how long it lasts. She doesn't change them. Jason Terry is a basketball player. The night before a game, he always sleeps in the opposing team's shorts. Not the ones they've worn, of course, just, you know. But it keeps getting weirder. There's a baseball player named Richie Ashton. Whenever he would get multiple hits in a game, he wanted to keep that bat. To make sure he could keep the bat, he slept with it until that bat couldn't be used anymore. There's a hockey player named Bruce Gardiner who dipped his hockey stick in a toilet before every game. And if you think that's bad, (laughs) there's a Cubs outfielder who would pee on his hands before a game because he got it hardened his skin. (laughs) We all trust in things. Hopefully not those. (laughs) We all trust in things. Will you trust in Christ when you go through your moments? Because what we know, do things sometimes work out in life? Yes, right? Sometimes things actually go better than you expect. Sometimes things work out in life. You know that ship that dropped its cargo over with all Legos? You know what most of those Legos were? They were for aquatic Lego sets. (laughs) There's like a hundred thousand octopus and like all these things in this like cargo thing. Sometimes things actually do work out. Like it's, there's good in life. But what we know is not everything works out. And so choose now intentionally. Who, what will you put your faith in? According to the scriptures, If it's God, you can get through things in ways you will never get through otherwise. But you've got to put your faith in him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful creation that we have. Thank you for life. You've given us so much. And even though sin has come in and brought so much devastation... There is good and there is beauty and we're thankful for it. Lord, when those things don't go the way we want them to, the way we expected them to go, when things are at their hardest, God, please help us not to get lost in our inability to do anything about it and instead to put our complete trust in you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.